This is Jacob of Tales from the Lich, and I'm here to warn you that this is an adult podcast. If you can't handle jokes about auditing tax returns, second mortgages, and the causes of the French Revolution, you aren't old enough to be listening. Get out of here. Kya! Kya! Through the power of hedonistic role-playing games, a group of friends unknowingly awakens a slumbering evil. Bursting forth from its ancient tomb beneath the floorboards arises the Lich. Welcome to Tales from the Lich. Welcome back to our third episode of The League of Extraordinary Mummies. And I really can, I can really relate to these guys. We've got a lot of strings in common, if you know what I mean. So why don't you sit back and relax, and we see what adventures they get to do next. You, little Jake Malone are the true bearer of my heart. The heart of the eternal sun burns within you, Jake. You must protect it and the fire within man for as long as you live. But you will not be alone, for you shall have guardians. A league. A league of the most extraordinary mummies. Arise! In the deep sandy desert was a tall, handsome god. He was kicking it god-style, admiring his bod. When along came a creepy-looking weirdo Russian dude. Tried to steal Ra's heart and was generally rude. So Ra called his friends to stop all of the strife. A league of super mummies sent Rasputin back to the afterlife. It's the mummies! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the mummies! M-U-M-M-I-E-S! League of Extraordinary Mummies M-U-M-M-I-E-S Mummies are a go But Bunyan is the strong man Stay out of his yeah. way He still neckties funky with a killer Yo, attitude no Marlon scrub. Brando has a special brand of insanity That only comes with fame and wealth <laughs> And Louis Pasteur is a science dude Sacre bleu It's the Mummies Yeah, yeah, yeah League of Extraordinary Mummies Yeah, yeah it's a mummy! Yeah, yeah. Jake Malone is in his mom's pink Cadillac convertible. She pulls up outside of the mummy house where the mummies are currently staying. It's a condo in Miami. Well, honey, I don't know. I mean, I really need to take this trip, but I'm not sure about mummies as babysitters. Mom, the mummies? You saw them in the desert. They saved my life, saved your life. Mummies are cool. Yeah, mummies are cool. You know what? I used to think Coke was cool. And I was right. All right, bye, honey. And she kicks Jake out of the car, and you, and the ca- Cadillac peels out Viva. to the sounds of Viva Las Vegas by Elvis Presley. Wait, Coca-Cola? The LXM is at home. You guys have been uh, babysitting, quote-unquote, Jake Malone for about six hours now. You all assume he's been playing his Pokemons. Uh, but right now, what you're busy doing is taking turns trying to get reactions from your favorite celebrities on Twitter. Ah, well, Neil deGrasse Tyson, what do you say about this? Have you ever heard of rabies in a 12-year-old boy? Hey, Jakey, come here. We're going to film a video of you. I want to just play with Pokemons. 
No, Jackie, it'll be great. Come here. I got I got this. It'll be great. We're going to show this piece of shit. This, what do they call a scientist? He's black. Whoever, what the fuck? He doesn't know anything. I don't really want to do this. Hey, Marla Brando. I don't want to do this. Jackie, you don't, you don't have to do anything at all. Come on, Jackie. You're your own man. However, um, I, I need your help here. I don't quite know how to send a tweet. Oh, uh, I know how to do the tweets. What do you, what do you want to say? Um, it's to, uh, Mr. Josh Brolin. Uh, it was an excellent movie. No country for old men. If I was alive, if I had been in my prime for this movie, I could have been Josh Brolin. But we have changed everything because, oh, I could have made, could have made that Javier Bardon smart. I could have told him, punched him right in the nose. I swear he would have fallen. How did he would have left, left crestfallen there, Jakey? Here, help me send that to, I want all of that, what, verbatim. Send all of that to Josh Brolin right now. I can only do 140 characters in a Just imagine, you can use the numbers, the four for a four. Like they're uh, saying. I guess I'll try. There you go, Jake. Here, take the, take my iPhone. Okay. And when you're done, Jakey, show me how to like Macho Man Randy Savage's tweets. He's got the best voice ever. Oh, I don't know who that is, but okay, I guess I can search for it. He's my favorite. We found from under YouTube last night. Uh, we saw some of their body slams. A powerful man. Powerful maneuver. As you're all gathered around the computer, <clears throat> sending tweets on the official League of Extraordinary Mummies Twitter account, you are interrupted by a Skype call. Oh, the Skype call, guys. It's a Skype call from the cosmos. You see Ra on the other end of the webcam. He looks up from his custom monster truck magazine, his eyes a little bleary. He's clearly upset about something. Lee, mummies, buttholes. I have found the next fragment of the sacred amulet. It's being guarded in the hold of a luxury yacht afloat in the Caribbean. I'm not sure whose boat it is, but there's abrasive hip-hop music blaring from it, and I don't like it. Uh, what is this hip-hop music, Ra? Uh, it's this. It's a lot of drums and, and talking. I don't get it. It's, I just don't get it. It's the voice of a generation, Ra. I feel there's a sexy, fun time happening on there, and you must bring your charge. The bearer of my pure and golden heart with you. You can't leave him alone. That would leave him vulnerable. Take care he is not corrupted, for if the heart that lies in his chest knows any sin, all will be destroyed. But don't leave him at the house either. Seriously, you don't have any filters on your internet. Oh, also, since you decided to destroy the Sphinx truck on the first day I gave it to you... Hey, was I understandable? It was fucking amazing. I have no special conveyance for you today. You'll find some bus passes in the kitchen. The Skype call ends. Boop. That goddamn fart knocker. That's not a cool thing to say. Um, After hearing Rod talk about uh, that he can't have a corrupted heart, I, I reach into my my mummy pouch inside my stomach and, and pull out this artificial heart manuscript that I had uh, found in the museum mm-hmm. and kind of look at it and think, hmm. What? Where is that? 
Uh, do not worry about it. It is it is nothing that is important to you. It is all science. You do not understand this. You do not understand microscopes and biology and, and all of this. Why don't I understand that? Because you're an idiot. You're not a scientist like I am. You're Fuck not- your science, nerd. I know bling bling when I see it. What is this? What is this mummy saying to me? Why don't you go fart out another uh, piece of dust and turd? Do you know how a prism works? Yo, how does a magnet work? What you do not understand the uh, difference between positive and negative charges? Psh, I ain't no nerd. She's got you there, Louie. <laughs> <laughs> why are we laughing? Bald Bunyan, remind me why we are with this um, this newbie. They're a part of our team. Hey, Let's Jakey. Go. Let's go, Jakey. You ready to go on a cruise? Um, like like cruising down the street? It's a boat, Jakey. We're going to go on a boat. However, there's going to be a lot of scantily clad women and men on this boat, and you have to avert your eyes when you see their gleaming bodies in the sunshine, oiled skin, just browned by the rays of the midday sun. You can't look at their... Your other bodies. Is this gonna be like silk stockings? Let's 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 go to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Brandon, do you think you should be talking about all this pussy and womanizing in, in front of this little homie? I prefer my pussy covered in flannel. Uh, onwards. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Skype call pops up as, as you guys are arguing. Now! You have to get to the boat now! And closes. <laughs> you look around on, on the kitchen counter, you see four Miami Metro bus passes. So you make your way down. Um, it's a nice tropical day. The breeze is, you know, passing through warmly. The palm trees are moving. Beautiful women in uh, bikinis everywhere. Uh, you live right, right, uh, not near the beach, but uh, you know, it's like a 15 minute bus ride. And, uh, you head towards the bus stop and, uh, just four mummies sitting at the bus stop decaying in the sun. Uh, Paul Bunyan is sitting on one end of the bench. Yeah. Uh, very drastically leaning the entire thing upwards at about a 30 degree angle. There's your movie poster. Right there. Yeah. Yo! Jakey, come here. I'm going to teach you how to tie Mr. Pasteur's leg uh, wrappings together, and he's going to trip, and it's going to be funny as hell. Oh, that sounds fun. With Jake, uh, Jake right by your side, uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez and Jake are giggling beneath the park bench, and they, su- <laughs> they successfully tie together Louis Pasteur's ankle bandages without him knowing it. Uh, the bus pulls up, you know, the kneeling bus leans down, and you guys... Uh, you guys get up off the bench and board the bus. Louie. I start walking towards the bus. As you walk towards the bus, you stumble over your ankle bandages and fall face first onto the stoop of the bus. The first step and your jaw pops off. Sucker, I'm ah, You sucker. Fucking, that was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> well done, last time. Let's go. You hear Jakey Why gasp. Why did you me? Jakey gasp and then laugh as you scramble. <laughs> As you scramble under the bus for your missing jaw, you do successfully find it and tuck it in, you know, you're trying to kind of adjust it back onto your skull as you board the bus. I'll wrap some some of my mummy bandages to uh, fix it until it kind of fuses back in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Paul Bunyan comes up behind Louis Pasteur. Looks like you took a hard fall, friend. And slaps him on the back. 
Uh, Paul Bunyan slaps you on the back heartily as a, as in jest, and you feel a thud through your ancient dusty ribcage. Uh, doesn't do any damage. Don't lose anything. Uh, but the bus driver takes a look at you mummies, and he goes, You boys better behave yourselves. Uh, do you not know who you're talking to? I'm Louis Pasteur. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the Queen of England. And he closes the door behind you. Nice to meet you, Crow. <laughs> so you're, uh, the bus is going along the hot Miami streets. Uh, the sun is still high in the sky. Um, it's a nice, bright day. Brando has a red Hawaiian shirt on and a fan. <laughs> yeah, of course he does. Oh, wait, wait. Well, Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, <laughs> and you should have the ice bucket on your head. Uh, Did you hear about that? He had a giant steel bucket that he would have on top of his head that he would make people go and put ice in and oh. just rest on his head well, because he's so hot and lazy. Jackie mm-hmm. here. Jackie, take, take this mm-hmm. fan. I need you to... The body makes more heat fanning yourself than you do get cool. I need you to fan... you got little arms. But then when I get hot? You have got a, a, a better skin-to-body mass ratio. I just... Give me a little fan in here, Jackie. Oh, okay, I kind of want to look at the scenery. Oh. Okay. As the bus is heading towards the beach, this is the bus to Miami Beach, you notice, even though it's the middle of the day, it's a very hot summer day in Miami, everything gets dark. Um, It's almost like night falls instantly. Everything turns black outside. You see stars, but they're not the same stars you know from your life. The bus driver, as he's taking the bus down the street, you see his neck start to, his head starts to tilt back until it's unnaturally far back, like the back of his head's touching between his shoulder blades. And his neck bursts open, and these locusts fly out with green light. All the crackheads, the the bag ladies, the other kids on the bus, they all start convulsing, and their and their skin starts to drip off, as uh, and their clothes is, are ripping, and, and they start shambling towards you. The buzzing, the, the cacophonous buzzing of locusts fills the bus, and they all turn their glowing green eyes on you. No ghetto every day. You think this is ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> this just happens every day on ghetto buses. Right. Jakey! And Paul Bunyan will run back towards little Jakey Malone okay. to try to protect him. Um, the four of you, I, I think, will would make a protective shell, a protective line in front of Jake, because I like yeah. the way that pose looks in my mind. Yes. The bus driver's uh, corrupted broken head is still back between his shoulders, but he's still driving the bus. And it's careening left and right. It's crashing into lampposts. Um, it's completely dark. But you don't see any people on the streets. And all the uh, all these uh, locust people, locust shamblers, um, begin uh, rushing at you. Uh, so let's roll initiative. A tattered, probably used to be some kind of homeless guy, um, lunges and, and he swipes at uh, Paul Bunyan, who's in the front with a with a wet shriek of <laughs> claws at Paul Bunyan. Yo, dog, watch out! <laughs> His flannel gets some shreds in it. Um, so ru- rushing up behind him is a little child locust shambler. He climbs up on top of the uh, on top of the homeless guy's shoulder and kind of cackles at you. He's a, he's a little black kid with buckwheat hair, but his skin's falling off and he has bugs crawling out of his eyes. <laughs> And he dives straight at uh, at uh, Marlon Brando on the left. Brando spent a lot of time stage fighting and have the art of pivoting on the ball of my foot. And I simply step away and the child flies beside me, 
lands on the seat and Brando just buckles him in. There's seatbelts on the seat. If you if we want to do that, that's fine, but it's your turn. It's your yeah. action to buckle sure. him in. I'm going to buckle him in when it's my turn. <laughs> I think that's really funny. Yeah. I think you should. It's funny. Do you remember your initiatives? Because I sure as fuck. Yeah, Louis passed here and then this So way. it went this way yeah. clockwise from Louis. All right. Yes, well, I see all these people coming towards uh, little Jackie Malone. I cannot have this. It is, it is not something to problem. I cast the Rite of the Sacred Scarab at Tier 3. 600 beetles swarm out of my mouth sure. and begin crawling down the floor of the bus towards the bus driver as these beetles are gnawing on different people coming towards maybe one, maybe two on a leg. They begin to form an amorphous person next to the bus driver, almost in the similar shape as me, Louis Pasteur. This bus covered in beetles and Andrew's new Louis Pasteur is strong bad. <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. Okay, Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan realizes that he has no room to wield his mighty axe mm-hmm. within the confines of this bus. So he reaches out with his extremely large right hand onto the crackhead that attacked him, mm-hmm. palms his head, mm-hmm. and attempts to corkscrew it up and away from the body. Okay, uh, roll a strength and a brawl. Like so much gooey paper mache before it dries, uh, this crackhead's poor, unfortunate head um, just stretches off from his shoulders, and, and all his tendons snap back like chewed gum, and his head just folds in your mighty, mighty woodsman hand. Ew, that's ghetto gross. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Marlon, Brando. Continuing on with my pivot, that I dodged the little, yeah, the little man who lunged at me, I. Spin completely around, and as he's facing, as he clutches the chair that he was meaning to clutch me with this little spider-like grab, I I push his spine into the chair, and then I just buckle the safety belt, pinning him face down into the You buckle him right in. And then I'll I'll turn around and I'll put up my dukes. The kid who is strapped and seat belted into it into the chair, you can see him gnashing with his feet. And uh, he's thrashing and his and he's and the, the belt is starting to dig into him and like he's kinda of, like forming around it and melting it. Don't trick here. Lisa? Lisa Left Eye Lopez is going to cast her tier three power of raw. She's going to yell Yo, Paul Bunyan, this bus just went under 50 miles an hour, and I'm about to go all Dennis Hopper on its ass. Know what I mean? You're so 90s. As Lisa, yeah, Lisa Left Eye right. Lopez lets out this, this incredible shriek in, in, throughout the bus, uh, the darkness that enveloped the bus outside is, in, is, is suddenly just moves back like, a, like, a, like black velvet being ripped from, a, ta- from a, like a tablecloth. The noonday sun is back, and it fills the bus, and everything aboard the bus that was once a locust creature just melts into dust you hear a booming voice almost as though from the sky say look up at the sun and you all look up and you see the nodding smiling hawk face of Ra a hawk is an attractive bird a handsome animal Mm -hmm. (laughs) left eye that was quite an impressive display uh, displayed back there well you know dog these are the vocals that are the best in the world did you ever uh, win a win a Grammy with those larynx strings of yours? <laughs> what kind 
of a stupid question is that? Of course I have. And an MTV Video Award. I was dead before that, so... I can't, I'm still learning the Twitter. I'm still learning Josh Brolin. He was also in Goonies. What is, what is the Goonies? It's a magnificent film about self-discovery and friendship. We should watch it when we're done. Maybe they have it on the boat. Goonies never say die! And as you're approaching the marina, you see bobbing in the water off towards the horizon a huge, appears to be a yacht against the the blue sky, and you can hear the faint sounds of music. Um, Next to the marina, there's no one around. There's a hot dog salesman who's just looking at Lisa really lecherously. Um, But other than that, there's no one there, really. You see four floating sarcophagi jet skis. Yes! Awesome! <laughs> each one is emblazoned with a, co- with a coffin that looks like your personage, so you know which one, whose is whose. Uh, Paul Bunyan's is obviously a bigger jet ski. Uh, Lisa's is smaller. Paul Bunyan's. Uh, he runs up to Paul Bunyan's. <laughs> Later, suckers! See you there! <laughs> and he jumps on a smaller one. You all fire up your yeah. sarcophagi jet ski and are cruising towards the uh, yacht. Paul um, Bunyan is a good... 30 yards behind everyone yeah. else. Yeah. Three feet underwater. Yeah. <laughs> sunk into the water. Yeah, you're sunk in the water, but you're puttering along. It's churning up water behind you. And uh, Louis Pasteur is pretty much already to the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on there, Jackie. I'm going to do a spin trick and shoot up a bunch of a geyser of water. Oh, jeez! As at- Yo, Brando, that was slamming. <laughs> Jake, Jake, and Lisa are, are sharing one because they're the smallest. And uh, as you do this sick jet ski trick, the water sprays in an arc, and a dolphin jumps in the same arc against the sun, and 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 like oh. smiles at you. Right away. Yeah, you all saw a dolphin, and you're now at the yacht. There's loud thumping party music. This is what you hear coming from. <laughs> Just to give you the mood of the boat, this is worth. Oh it. shit! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jane, gold all in my chain. Gold all in my ring. Hey, cool. Especially you, Lori. Just what are you talking about? I'm always cool. Act cool. No, you cool your jets there. What the fuck? Cool your jets. Let's just act cool. Hey, Bunyan, why don't I? I always act cool. What the fuck? Let's see. Let's get in the wardrobe. I'm hoping that there's a room, like a bedroom nearby, that we can maybe all find I mean, white suits in. Possibly down below decks. But before that happens, okay. you hear a call from the stern of the ship. You hear clapping. And he says, yes! <laughs> fresh whores! We need fresh whores! And a boat full of naked women is being, is sent off the ship. And it's, and it's headed back towards the coast. Some of them are dead. And limp and hanging over the side of the boat. Some of them have nooses tied around their necks. Some of them's skin is flayed. They're, they're all crying and sobbing. And they're beautiful, well, once were beautiful women. And uh, you see them heading off towards the coast. And uh, as you're watching this aghast, um, you see a man in a, in a white... Uh, he's a mummy, like yourselves. In a white tunic toga type outfit. With a, with a bronze breastplate with lions emblazoned on the, uh, on the chest. Uh, a laurel leaf crown about his head, curly golden hair, uh, sandals, and he shoots a flaming arrow at this this barge of whores and just sets it alight. 
and he just burns all his used up whores alive and it sinks to the bottom of the Caribbean. <laughs> and uh, a fresh boat of whores uh, who are coked up and giggling arrives on the boat. As Lily Pasteur sees this boat of fresh whores and prostitutes getting closer to the boat, I would like to vomit two beetles to cover Jake Malone's eyes so he does not get corrupted by these nude women. These okay, what do you women. say to Jakey before you do this? Nothing. <laughs> okay. The horrible, shining green bugs crawl onto Jake's face. Ah! He immediately ah! flips out. Ah, what's going on? Clawing at his eyes. Jakey, don't worry. Rory. It's okay. Brandon, what's happening? I should, should be cool. Louis, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Jake, Jake claws at his eyes and the scarabs fall off and, and skim, ah! scatter off the ah! side of the boat. Gross. Ah. He doesn't like bugs. It's okay, Jakey, come here. And Paul Bunyan is going to pick up Jakey in his left uh, hand and, like, like football cradling his entire body. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not smothering, mm-hmm. but, you Hide know. his face. But, yeah, but hiding his face within Paul Bunyan's pectoral muscles. Okay, one arm is occupied. Yep. This feels weird. Well, that must be Caligula over there, huh? So you would like to look down below decks for, for disguises? White suits? Disguises, white suits. Um, Anything to help us bring... All right, you head down there. I will use my uh, palace knows it's pharaoh okay. bell, sense the whole boat, and get a kind of an idea. And I'm looking for costumes. You walk down below decks and you open these sliding white double doors with gold handles. And it looks like this is a master bedroom. Um... Fountains of lions shooting water back underneath the... There's a swimming pool in his room on a boat. There's a shower, huge shower that sprays from every direction. A large velvet blazoned bed. Just a very nice room and a huge walk-in closet surrounded with mirrors. The whole thing is... It's about 20 feet deep by 12 feet wide mirror room filled with hanging clothes. As you walk towards it, you hear... Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you doing in the Lord's room? Who is it? You look around and you see party mummies. Ah, oh, party mummies. <laughs> these, these parasites on you. So these mummies shamble forward. There's part, patches of skin that are showing through their bandages are tanned. They have neon sunglasses, tank tops that say, like, Corona Extra on them. <laughs> uh, you know, um, they're carrying... They're, they're vaping and they're, they're drinking and they have flip-flops. They're like, you're not supposed to be in here, man. This is a private party. Do you guys but- have any flannel? Come here, Bart. <laughs> flannel? You, what a fucking dork, dude. Just, don't worry about my friend here. He's hired to get tomatoes thrown at him. <laughs> here, um, come. Caligula sent us to disrobe and re-robe. Oh, you know the Caligster? All right. I'm from the uh, the side, the guild of the uh, the actors guild. Oh, you're an actor. You know the Emperor of Pussy himself. <gasps> it's okay, Jakey. And my my large sausage fingers attempt to cover his ears as well. <laughs> Hold on, boys. Here we've we've got one of the child actors here. It's in his contract that he here no. No such things right now. The two party mummies look at each other once they realize there's a kid here and go, Oh, it's going to be one of those Caligula parties. And Caligula wants his brain fresh, if you know what I mean. Total surprise. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, cool. All right. Please, get us suited up. We want to. We need to blend in now. All right. I would like 
Marlon Brando to roll an intelligence plus persuasion plus barfly. One of the mummies is a little taller than the other. He's like, all right, man, yeah, you know, whatever the emperor wants, the emperor gets. And he, like, starts to be like, yeah, let's let's go get you in some good clothes. Let's get some costumes for you guys so you can party. All right. And the other one, the shorter one, uh, wearing the the American Eagle hat, uh, is like, no, man, I saw the whole list. You're not supposed to be here. Oh, really? He brandishes between each of his knuckles keg keys, and he takes a swing at you, Marlon Brando, and you weren't ready for it. Party, mommy, combat. He takes a huge swing at you, Marlon, and uh, Mr. Brando, and these keg keys just dig into your your bandaged face. Dust and blood and green ichor fly from your mouth as, as one half of your jaw unhinges and it just dangles there by the other end. Uh, you take two damage. The rhythm is taken left eye of Lisa Lopez and she is off in the kind of corner, just kind of dancing, not paying attention to anyone. And then the, uh, the hit causes her to just start paying attention. She goes, oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. Shit got real. Uh, the other mommy still, I mean, you want him over. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, his problem is, dude. And he just kind of steps back. So you took the damage. So let's roll for initiative now. Louis Pasteur is going to walk up to him and kiss him straight on the lip, giving him the kiss of a pet. Oh, faggot? What the fuck? Uh, he's spitting. <laughs> You've, uh, his masculinity is, is threatened. Um, Do you not know the French? Oh, you fucking queer! And he and he he's only fixated on Louis Pasteur now, both for anger and for other reasons. So I believe next was Paul Bunyan. Which party mummy insulted flannel? Him. Paul Bunyan, while continuing to hold Jakey Malone to his breast, mm-hmm. Paul Bunyan will use his free arm to grab a fistful of shirt and a la the tablecloth out from under the um, mm-hmm. uh, dinner set trick, rip his entire flannel shirt off and whip it at the um, party mummy's head. Okay. And he will exclaim, Taste my flannel! Uh, roll three plus your strength. Uh, your flannel laces across this mummy. Um, his leg just drops out from beneath him, actually completely severed by your flannel whip. And he's this writhing, partying mummy crawling along the ground towards you, slamming Coronas. Jakey Malone begins uh, slightly choking and picking my chest hair out of his teeth. Sure. Mm-hmm. I believe next was left eye. Left Eye Lopez has to uh, pull herself together uh, from just staring at uh, Paul Bunyan shirtless, mm-hmm. uh, 11 feet tall and all muscular, mm-hmm. hairy. But she will never miss the opportunity to uh, shake a motherfucker. Yeah. So she pulls out her knife and just tries to stab the guy on the ground. Okay. Do your dexterity plus weaponry, please. Left Eye Lopez uh, takes out the knife. She just stares the guy right in the face, as gangster as she can, with the, you know, squinty eyes, and says, No, shank you, motherfucker! And she just, uh, puts one right into his neck, and, uh, twists, and just pulls straight out, uh... You hear to, to pull out his, uh, trachea. As she rips the throat out of this party mummy, he's like, Oh, spicy Latinas! And he drops dead, and blood arcs uh, off of the, the fangs of this snake-ended knife, and it hisses as it ends his life. You guys now have full access to Caligula's closet, which is, he's a, he's a wild guy. That's something for everybody in there. So tell me about what you pick, starting with Lisa. 
Lisa being a uh, big in the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, tries to pick out all the, just the brightest rave colors she can find. She's sure. put on a, a bright neon green bikini top, mm-hmm. um, some uh, bright pink boy shorts, the big fluffy boots uh, mm-hmm. that go up to her knees. Sure. Um, a whole bunch of, uh, neon colored bracelets. Okay. Um, but it just really doesn't come off as sexy because yeah. um, so, of the wrappings. As you're standing there, uh, your, your lumpy bandaged body is knobby and, you know, hanging out. Your, your midriff is bloated from the gases of death. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, you still have your paint under your eye, under your left eye and your pigtails. It's probably working for Brando, but it's not going to work for much else. But it's okay. It's a mummy party. This is what you're supposed to look like. Uh, Louis. Uh, Louis Pasteur is gonna kind of rummage through. He sees a bunch of like normal clothes, mm-hmm. but then he sees a special section. He finds a complete PVC cat suit with face. Uh, unbeknownst to Louis Pasteur, this is a, a suit that you use for uh, vacuum form bedding. So he just puts it on, and there's a long hose that reaches down from his mouth. Hey, what do you think? Very nice, Louis. It looks like you're from the future. Really? <laughs> <laughs> do you all French guys have much small peckers? What do you say? Instead of from the past. Paul Bunyan, what are you putting on? You don't have a shirt on, and I mean, maybe that's how you party. I don't know. <laughs> Paul Bunyan, he really wants to make sure to do things right, and he's uh, he's looking around for the best flannel that he can find. Uh, Caligula doesn't have any flannel, so he, he settles. For a uh, yellow and tan Glen Plaid tweed suit. Like very 60s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're talking like legit Mr. Bean style. Obviously you know much yeah. too small for you. Oh, yeah, easily. Fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Bunyan looks down. He changed out his shoes as well. There were some uh, burlap sacks. Somewhere sure. in in the, in the costume area, mm-hmm. and he mistook them. They were the only thing that fit, mm-hmm. and so he thinks they're really nice. I like the shoes. Uh, Marlon Brando, what are you gonna wear? Brando goes deep into the closet. He moves costume after costume, and Brando has spent time in the theater. Yeah, he knows quality when he sees it. Seems cheap old hat things, and then finally comes upon something very odd, something he's never seen before. And he walks out of the closet wearing a suit of Roman armor, but it's made from pure gold and accented with spiraling black metal of the meteorites. Mm, cool. And it gleams in the sun, and he pulls out the, the red gleaming sword, and he says, Ho there! <laughs> You're ready for battle. Let's go. You guys are all now wearing your party clothes. And where would you like to go next? I don't know if I want to party with Louie in that suit. He's a creepy guy. Lisa, Lisa Left Eye Lopez keeps at least four arm length away from the BDSM freak. Mm-hmm. Those four. She's got little arms. <laughs> okay, I'm okay with that. You, so you guys are going to head up back to the deck? Uh, Absolutely. Back to the deck. All right, you back, you're back to the deck. So you know that Caligula is guarding the piece of amulet you need somewhere, maybe on his person, maybe on the boat. You don't really know. And as you're making your way towards Caligula, because I assume that's where you want to head, so you see Caligula up on the stern of the boat. Uh, the fresh whores have come aboard. 
Um, he's milking some of them. I guess he got some pregnant ones. Uh, he's drinking the milk from their from their breasts. There's gleaming Brazilian boobs uh, and, and all, all kinds of South American girls, white girls, black girls, Asian women, uh, little boys, um, 13, 14 years old, um, probably from the Philippines serving grapes and wine, um, wearing very little. So, there's loud music playing, everybody's drinking, there are men aboard, but they're there to party, they're not part of the uh, show, so to speak. Caligula is just really having a great time, he's clearly on a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol, he's hitting people sometimes, he's kissing people sometimes, he's the centerpiece of the whole thing. Paul Bunyan loses his axe from the back of his tweed suit, Mm -hmm. and while awkwardly bobbing around. This music is good for chopping! And he swings the axe at the nearest tree-shaped thing. Okay, as he does that, Jake Malone falls from his arms. <laughs> and sees tits oh everywhere. Guys! Oh my god! It's, it's not like mom at all! <laughs> the sky darkens. Clouds form and lightning strikes the sea as Jakey's heart is, is in danger of being corrupted. The, the sea begins to roil. The speakers fall over and the music stops jarringly. Uh, women are shrieking. Something is very amiss. Uh, lightning is striking really close to the boat. You hear Jakey comment on what he sees. Guys, I didn't know that, that the, the, the nipples could be so big and so small. Why is that one inside out? We're going to gather up Jakey in my arms and carry him to the side. Jakey! No, I want to see it! Jakey, no, this is... No, why do I feel funny? Jakey, you're not ready for this, Jakey. You're going to... No, I'm ready! Let me see it! Lisa Lefty Lopez is going to grab a beach towel off of what mentioned there's a lounge chair on this deck and just cover up both Brando and Jakey. Oh, man! No, this has got to be one of those parties. Who's got a Mickey? We need a Mickey. A party mummy does approach you. He walks up to uh, Marlon Brando and he says, Oh man, what you need? I got the molly to make you sweat. I got the E to make you feel what you just need. You need to, you need someone to maybe go under for a little while so go you can under party privately. All right, man. That's cool. 25 bucks. 25 bucks? 25 bucks for a pill, man. This Give is the best the money, stuff. Brando. This, I thought this was an all-exclusive party here. Well, yeah, but that's that's for Caligula's friends, man. I don't know you. You know, I don't know you. Left Eye Lopez walks up and uh, is going to try and entice him by flashing her dried, sandy mummy tits. And right. like, hey, take a look at... Yo, <laughs> yo, homie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yo, homie, take a look at these and tell me how the price is. And he says, oh, man, so you want to party for free, huh? Uh, please roll a wits and persuasion. <laughs> yes, we want to party for free. Zero success. Oh, God. Sandy ass. He can see that at some time in your past they were probably nice and round and perky. But he sees the the uh, white and gray sand dripping off of your nipples, uh, the bandages overlapping each other. A cockroach crawls out from where your nipple was and skitters back into your vagina. And he's like, no, man, I'm running a business here. I just, I'll give him the 25 bucks. All right, you pay your $25, which you have. <laughs> uh, and you get, your, you, get a, you get a roofie. I'm going to bite it in half. I'm going to give one of the halves to Jakey. Okay. Jerker. Uh, <laughs> Jakey is... What's going on? 
ta- and he's like he's starting to become kind of like a horny teenager almost. What's going? I want to. I want to see. Drink right here. This pill will give you a raging heart on all night long. I already have one. You'll be able to keep doing it forever. Oh my god! I want that. Give yeah, me. Eat it. Give me. Give me. Uh, Jake swallows the pill. You know he's struggling to get out from the lawn chair for a while. As you're as you're waiting for this pill to take effect, lots of naked women are coming down the stairs towards you. Curly haired, dark haired, blonde, every shape and size, big ones, small ones, round ones. Super butch. Butch ones. Any kind of girl. A mummy erection comes out from my latex pants. Okay. Um, the lightning is striking the sea uh, and throwing the boat about. Um, it's not that fun of a party anymore. The women step aside and horrible pirate bugs walk up to you. <laughs> what they are are giant dung beetles with pirate hats and scimitars. <laughs> and they say in their in their clicking language, You are invited, matey. No, not invited at all. Not invited. And uh, they attack you. One of the py- horrible pirate bugs has a small cannon under his arm and he just... <clears throat> he lets loose with this green fiery cannonball right at Paul Bunyan. The cannonball cracks into uh, your hip area and sticks there. And it's just this glowing cannonball green flames is starting to burn your bandages. Um, It hurts pretty bad, but it's not uh, life-threatening. The second uh, horrible pirate bug comes slashing at you with his dual pirate scimitars. Uh, Yeah, you're just going to take two damage. I don't get any pluses for my tweed suit. For your tweed suit, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's just corduroy, man. I'm pretty sure tweed would get cut really fast. Yeah, it would. Alright, Louis Pasteur, you're first to attack. Louis Pasteur stands there and he starts uh, he starts haunching over as he's he's trying to vomit these just tons and tons of scarabs and mm-hmm. they just keep filling up this gas mask that's in front of him. And and maybe only fifty scarabs leak out of the air filtration system of sure. this gas mask as they start crawling over to these humanoid scarabs. Mm-hmm. And, and start biting them. It's not too effective. Lisa left eye Lopez pulls out her knife, spash the can, and just throws it. As the snake goes out, I wrapped its tail around her arm. She's going to try and hit the uh, one with the cannon. Dexterity plus weapon. Uh, this knife hisses along the, the air and uh, latches onto the scarab's shoulder. He shrieks out in pain and is turns around towards where you're throwing from. All right, Marlon Brando. Brando brings down his... Uh, amethyst sword onto this scarab dung beetle hybrid and hopes to cleave it from twine. Uh, strength Way. plus weapon. Your amethyst Roman sword sings through the air. The lightning flashes and gleams off your ornate golden armor. Uh, and you crash your sword right into this scarab's pirate hat. And uh, black blood just gushes up around the blade, and he slumps to the ground limply. And I'm, um, I'm going to yell out, I played Mark Anthony, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> As you hear that, you hear from, from the stern of the boat, Ho! Oh, what was that? 
And you see, with the lightning cracking behind him, the visage of Emperor Caligula. Hold, men, hold! This guy's wearing great clothes! Holy crap, how you doing? He comes down the stairs, he's coked out of his mind. You have not seen the uh, League of Extraordinary Mummies before? League of Extraordinary Mummies, that is terrific! That is absolutely fantastic! I am so happy to meet you guys. Um, I'm Emperor Caligula, uh, this is my boat. Uh, I'm sorry about the weather. <laughs> you know, act of God. <laughs> um, mm, yeah. So, wow, you really, uh, you really fucked up my guy there, didn't you? You really fucked him up. He was asking for him. Yeah, uh, you know, he was trying to fuck with my shit. So I, uh, yeah, I had to just end on him. You know. Well, you know, I mean, I didn't even know this guy. Um, I mean, it's gonna be some paperwork, but not for me. So, hey, so who are you guys? Uh, where'd you where'd you come from? What yeah, do you, how'd you get on the boat? We just um, came to party, you know. We, uh, we oh. saw you out here. Yeah. You know, I'm quite a, I got my own private island. In the center of it, I have a, a 18,000 pound hamburger, and you eat your way into the center, and you get to fuck at the same time. <laughs> I want that to be a real story. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> have you ever tried that? Wow, you do know how to party, huh? What's your name? I'm Marlon Brando. Oh, Marlon Brando. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know you. But, um,. Mm. Let me tell you, I have a private island too. It's called Italy. Yeah. Um, pretty great place. Have you ever pretty cool eaten your way into an eighteen thousand pound hamburger? Uh, no, but I did, you know, destroy all of northern Africa. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's okay. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, um, there's a little bit of a problem. And the problem is, as cool as you guys are, I mean, I saw the thing with the sword. You got the big guy, the big retro guy. Love it. If anybody who's cool just kind of walks onto my boat and starts partying, then it's not really an exclusive Caligula party anymore, right? Like, I, I kill dinghies full of whores. Like, it's kind of like an invite-only thing. I, I need you guys to leave. But we are extraordinary mummies! I can see that. And, sure. uh, by the way, where did you guys, how did you guys get reanimated? Um, I don't remember Rasputin ever telling me anything about, uh, other mummies other than me and my friends. Here's the deal. We'll just leave peacefully as long as you show us your raddest thing first. Because we came at a party and see rad things. So you want me to show you my raddest thing? On the boat, at least. Yes, the, the most radiated. The most rads. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jock, the most fly. Okay. You. Oh, wow. She is really... Wow. You are dressed to the, to the nines, aren't you? To the... Threes. You are, uh, wow. How did, you, how did you get on this boat? You are repulsive. Um, anyways, my raddest thing. Um, okay, yeah, one second. Wait He's here. Lester Lopez just slumps after being insulted on her legs. You are a garbage can. <laughs> Walking garbage. Yeah. He, uh, he says, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I mean, I can be cool. I can be cool. I'll show you guys my raddest thing, okay? I think you're gonna really like it. Hey guys, but alright, he might come back with a bazooka. <laughs> so you know to shoot us and Brazuka has lots of radiation um, so you guys are kind of standing around he goes below decks um, the music starts up a little bit uh, Jake Malone kind of gets a little drowsy and keels over uh, hopefully not dead guys uh, I don't feel too good um, the memory of, of gleaming bronzed breasts dancing in his head hopefully temporarily um, Jake Malone passes out and um, as you're kind of kicking it around a little bit everyone's like boy I hope this works Brando um, you know everyone's maybe, nervous maybe we guys should get to a, a striking position 
um, yeah, the sun is coming back out, the storm has passed, and uh, the music is kicking up. Um, you know, you hear uh, you hear a cool ASAP Rocky song begin. You Bear hear fact. what appears to be the echoing clatter of galloping horse hooves all around you. The sea sprays over the side of the deck, and up from the lower decks comes the screaming ghost chariot. Sixteen spectral horses, glowing green, scream up from below decks and crash onto the shuffleboard deck, splintering it. And at the back is Caligula in the back of a chariot with a whip, laughing and screaming and cackling. Kill the League! Kill the League for Rasputin! <laughs> and uh, these, this giant ghost chariot is barreling down the boat towards you. Let's roll initiative. All right, Marla. Um, I would recommend dodging. I'm going to grab Jakey Malone and go into a roll with him out of the way. You're at the stern of the boat. Uh, there's a big stairway that goes down, and the, the horses are coming up out of it towards the towards the back of the boat, and you're facing. I'm diving to the right. And you? I guess I will dive with him towards the corner. I'm going to dive in the opposite direction. Uh, and try and snag a bottle of liquor on my dive on the way down. Sure, you succeed. It's a big bottle of old granddad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul Bunyan is going to dig his heels into the ground exactly where he is, and he's going to cast the third level of Words of Dead Glory, which will summon Babe the Blue Ox, Babe's hussy of an oxen wife, sure. and their effeminate... Practically useless baby ox. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> ox, feminine ox. <laughs> the oxes come down. Uh, you hear the baby ox gasp at his situation very flamboyantly. Okay, they're, they're, these ghostly blue um, oxen are now there standing before this charging chariot. What Are, are you going to mount them? Uh, what's going to happen? They will charge at the chariot. Uh, Babe's horns are incredibly wide, easily taking up three horses, I would think. Sure. Babe and his uh, dumpster fire of a wife. (laughs) 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 With horns down, charge directly into the oncoming chariot. Blue fire erupts as green green horses dissipate and clash with the uh, Babe the Blue Ox ghost family. The light pours over everyone and it, it's it's awe-inspiring. Each horse, a team of horses seems to melt against the horns of Babe the Blue Ox, the mightiest bovine in legend. Uh, you hear the, the screams of each horse as it as it falls into eternity and uh, and death at the, at the at the horns of Babe. Until it gets to the chariot and uh, the chariot crashes into the forehead of, of Babe the Blue Ox and stops dead as does Babe. And uh Caligula goes flying forward like a kid over the handlebars. Whoa, whoa! And he uh, tumbles uh, over Paul Bunyan and lands at the back of the boat. So Babe did all the work there. Babe's wife careens off to the side and takes a giant blue ghost shit right on the deck. And even though it's not even of this world, you can smell it. And then useless fucking trash. She starts eating bonbons. <laughs> puts on her lipstick. She gave up a long time ago, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. The effeminate son 
he finds a Filipino boy for a friend, and they both jump over the side and swim for shore to start their lives together. God, Paul Bunyan sees that out of the corner of his <laughs> eye. His his eyes well with tears. Yeah. He is so happy that this terrible excuse for an oxen child yeah. uh, can finally find happiness while also getting the fuck out of Paul Bunyan's life. That's a nice conclusion. Caligula stands up. His lion armor is tarnished uh, from the fall. Um, everyone's diving off the boat. All the party goers are trying to escape. You see party mummies just melting in the sea as the, as their bandages get wet. Bug men are, are drowning. Uh, you hear the tears of, of women as they as they don't know what to do in this situation. Uh, and tiny effeminate oxen. Caligula stands up and he says, "Oh man, whoo! You really uh." Got your own, uh, got your own uh, team there, huh? Well, that's the raddest thing I got. I think I, uh, <coughs> I think I ate too much. And he casts vomitoria, juts his jaw forward, and it unhinges, and this wide mouth opens up, and this horrendously—I mean, it just stinks. You don't even have olfactory systems, and you're disgusted. Um, this vomit, this green, glowing vomit, filled with cockroaches, centipedes, acid, and the souls of the damned um, just projects out of Caligula, and he just does an arc all across the back of the boat. The entire back half of the boat is severed by the acid and falls off, taking all of you with it. You fall into the ocean because you're all, I guess not Paul, Bunyan. The three of you fall off the boat into the sea. The wind is whipping over the back of his destroyed boat, and he stands looking down at the ocean at you, and he says... That's why you are SVP. <laughs> and um, uh, let's uh, let's roll initiative. Okay, uh, Marlon Brando's first. Marlon Brando struggles to the surface, clutching Jake Malone, and he spews out a glut of salt water and screams up at Caligula, "Your empire was handed to you, you hack!" <laughs> <laughs> then he's gonna try to find try to find some debris to grab. Sure. Uh, uh, I'm going to throw up my mummy microscope grappling hook to try and hook and climb back up. Please roll dexterity plus athletics. Uh, so your turn will be spent climbing up your sweet Fair microscope enough. rope. All right, Paul Bunyan, you are on the deck. You did not fall. Paul Bunyan being located behind Caligula with an element of surprise unsheathes his mighty axe and uses uh, Sure Strike. So um, you come up behind Caligula and bury your axe into his into his back, where it's just leather rather than the, the broad gold armor. Uh, he screams out in agony, Holy fuck! What the shit? And he turns around. There's black ichor just pouring out of his back onto the deck in puddles, rivulets of, of black blood. I miss my friends! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Joey's team. You are in midair right now. You can take a midair action or wait to hit the water. Lisa Left Eye Lopez, being the ever so huge alcoholic that she is, keeps a clutch on that Evan Williams, even if she falls. It's old granddad. Or old granddad, sorry, old granddad. And she's going to try and use her snake knife. To uh, just like uh, Louis Pasteur. Grapple up. The hysterical athletics. The snake hisses up towards the railing and banks off and just falls back limply to the sea, begins to retract. Um, you are stuck for now in the sea. 
Stupid old snake. At least I've got my old granddad. <laughs> Jamaican. Yeah, let's say like, what the fuck is that? Okay. Yeah, at least I got my own granddad, man. <laughs> right by the bitch. <laughs> Save with old granddad. <laughs> We're keeping it. Okay, sorry. no, I can't. <laughs> All right, uh, Caligula's turn. Caligula stands again in a, in a victorious pose. It's almost as if he hears the the adulation of the of the Colosseum crowd around him, and he uh, looks Paul Bunyan in the eyes, and his lion armor, the face of the lion, just shoots out a giant fucking golden laser. Uh, you hear the roar of the lion as the as the laser crashes into your face. Uh, this laser did all right. <laughs> oh shit. It hits you right in the face, and uh, there's no armor for that sort of thing on your face. You're a tough guy, though. It uh, scalds and burns the bandages, and all that's left is a screaming bearded skull. Whoa. Beard stays. Uh, that's kind of dope. You take three damage. <laughs> is that all? I've lost more hair getting too close to the campfire. Uh, Andrew. I start unzipping my cat suit. Okay, you're, you begin unzipping your cat suit. And then I mount. <laughs> He's about 20 feet away from you. I'm still trying to mount. Okay, you're going to try and just run He's up just and He's going to run him. up with his pants around his yeah. ankles. <laughs> you're, like that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, you just hop. hopping, hopping towards him. You hop. Pen- mummy penis semi-erect with just mummy dust. Okay, how do you, what are you saying when this happens? I'm not saying anything. It's going to be a surprise. Okay. Uh, you come up from the side of Caligula Waited. in this method, and uh, Caligula, you know, he, he feels you, you kind of bump up into him. He, like, pushes you off and you fall because you have your pants around your ankles, yeah. and he's like, what What the hell, what the hell, man? Like, I like I, I, I like to party, but, like, you're just hopping at me. I'm just uh, pointing my finger at my mommy penis and then back to him and just, <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> mm. Not my bag, dude. Not my bag. Sorry, man. Okay. <laughs> Who was next? Me. Yeah. Man- Marlon Brando will try to grapple into one of the lower levels of the ship to get take him alone into a, a safe location. And with him in his arms, he will begin the search for the relic. All right, Paul Bunyan. Mummy Paul Bunyan is going to flip around his axe so that he's hitting with the dull side of the axe head. Uh-huh. And he's going to swing it into the back of Caligula's head in a mm-hmm. downward motion directly on to, to, to attempt to smash his face directly on to Mummy Louis Pasteur's erect mummy penis. All right, I'm going to need a dexterity plus athletics. <laughs> nice campaign. The back of the axe smashes into Caligula's head, who had one remaining hit point. Caligula, he falls with his mouth agape right onto Louis Pasteur's big... Hard, round, plump, engorged toe. His latex-clad foot. And uh, dies. You guys defeat the boss. Um, good, good job. Brando uh, continues forward, throwing over uh, bookcases and cabinets, closets, looking for a safe, looking for uh, containers, anything that might house the amulet. Roll an investigation plus intelligence. Do you find the glowing scarab amulet? One more piece of the heart of Ra. You now have three of the four pieces of Ra's amulet. Let's go, boys and lady.
back at Jakey's home. An honest conversation about the birds and the bees. Oh. I'll give you the same conversation my alcoholic father gave me when <laughs> I was your age. Is this like Brazzers? See, if you look out onto the plains and you see a heifer, and what? she has two swole, and she has her swollen udders. What's a heifer? A heifer is a female cow. Oh, okay. And anyway, once that. Hey, Erg Drog. What class did you just come from? Pathfinder 102, skills detail. With professors Caleb and Christian? I remember that class. Hey, listen, whatever the question is, the answer is perception. Those guys have a boner for that skill check. Erdrog not need perception. Erdrog not need to perceive someone to hit them with an axe. Today in gym class. Erdrog, please report to the principal's office. Erdrog to the principal's office. Power attacks, legs off, that extra four damage. My strip mod's better than his. Do you know why you're here, Ergdrug? Ergdrug, you tried to sunder the gym teacher. He walked into my threatened square. He invoked an attack of opportunity. You only invoke an attack of opportunity when you leave a threatened square, Ergdrug. And you can't even sunder a person. You can only sunder objects. Do we have to send you back to Pathfinder 101? What? With professors Caleb and Christian, who teach new and experienced players everything about Pathfinder? Yes, their classes help everyone to be a better player. If you like Pathfinder, you'll love their classes. Now, I want you to go back through 101, Basic Mechanics, and 103, Combat Detailed with Weapons, okay? Are you kidding me? Erdrog love those classes! Can't wait to take again. Hey, hey, no run actions in the hall! Pathfinder Academy, teaching you everything you need to know about the Pathfinder RPG every Thursday at the Trailblazer Network on iTunes or at our website, tblazer.net. See you in class.